Welcome to the City Beautiful Church podcast. Thank you for taking the time to join our family as we strive to live together in heavenly reality. For more great content, visit us online at citybeautiful.ch. My name is Kristen. This is Sam. Um, this is really weird when the lights come on and can't see people as well. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, so we are here this morning continuing the conversation of learning to hear from God. I love the activity that we just did, taking time to pause and be silent and listen to the Lord for even how to pray for people. Um, Sam and I are on staff with an organization, a nonprofit called Youth with a Mission, also known as YWAM. So this is something that we do on a very regular basis. So when Ryan asked if we would be willing to come and continue this conversation in this series, learning to hear from the Lord is exciting because this is something that we care a lot about and we've done all over the world now. So um, we will go ahead and get started. Yeah, so we um, obviously are a part of this series of uh, going through of, of learning about uh, hearing God's voice. And so the this, uh, main thing that we want to focus on today is uh, when God speaks, what do you do with it? And um, for us and for me personally, like what I've uh, learned to do with that, one of the things is prayer. And we went through that already today, which is, which is really great. Um, and then like another practical thing you can do is um, using the gift of prophecy. So we just want to talk a little bit about prophecy and what that looks like um, practically with us and how the Lord's taught us about prophecy and how we've used that to encourage other people. Uh, and we'll share some practical things about that, what that looks like, and um, also like try to give some details to like how the Lord might speak to you uh, in hopes of him like speaking through you to, for other people uh, to encourage them through prophecy. And then we're going to practice at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just, I'm going to uh, start and just give a little just overview of what I've learned about prophecy. And as uh, I've gotten to recognize God's voice in my life, what I've then like learned to do with that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So just a little background on me. I grew up in church. I've been to church more than most people in the world. <laughs> I've gone to church all the time. Uh, and uh, I grew up in a very charismatic evangelical church, but I somehow missed it that God can speak to me like on a continual basis. I just somehow only knew that God spoke only like at important times, like when I'm supposed to go to college, like what school am I supposed to go to or what job I'm supposed to have or who I'm supposed to marry. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but just as I learned more about God speaking to me, I realized, no, this is like a continual thing. And if I'm open to the Lord, he would speak to me every moment because he has a lot to say. <laughs> um, so yeah, just want to start with that. And then uh, we'll start with uh, the scripture, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 4, and just describe from scripture, what is prophecy? What is this about? Yeah. yeah, you guys can follow along on the screen. Let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. 
For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God, since people won't be able to understand you. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will be mysterious. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally, but one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. Yeah, and so what prophecy is, is uh, us hearing from the Lord and uh, filtering out, figuring out what's the message, excuse me, I'm supposed to share with someone or a group of people so that they are strengthened, encouraged, and comforted. Excuse me. Um, and so just to, like this natural progression that I've learned in my life of as I've learned to recognize how the Lord speaks to me, then I know I've learned now like, man, this isn't just for me. This is also for other people. And so what, I just want to give like some real practical stuff on like what that looks like because <laughs> uh, I'm a very practical person. Um, I don't do metaphors well. Sorry, Cole. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so what, is, what, what does prophecy look like? So I'm just going to have you close your eyes. Everybody just close your eyes. Okay, you can, go, you can open them now. So this isn't like super spiritual anything. Um, but uh, you close your eyes, and I didn't give you any direction, but some of you probably had some thoughts. Maybe some of you heard a song or saw a picture, or thinking about things you need to do later on. So I do this to prove to you, not that anyone needs this proven, but we all have an imagination. We have this thing that just, it's really hard to describe. It's really hard to like scientifically prove. We have an imagination, <laughs> here's the formula for it. Um, but we just have like this command center, right? So we have imagination, and I apologize, I am not an art major or a former art teacher, so. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so this is our imagination, right? Wow, I'm forgetting how to spell. Okay, imagination in this circle. Bad handwriting, I was homeschooled. Sorry, mom. <laughs> okay, and so this is like kind of like our command center, right? We filter all this information so that like the Lord's voice speaks to us, life, events, things we experience, reading the scripture, we also have sin, the devil. <laughs> we have our voice of self. Kristen's going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, so we have life experiences, God. And so it all comes into our imagination, right? So an easy way we can access this, just close your eyes or like, you know, processing things. And this is the filter, this is the lens that the Lord you know, he brings his voice into, and we kind of sort it all out. We process it here, and then out comes, hopefully, good things. We'll put good. Make it very clear. But um, a challenge we, we have is because we're not perfect people. We live in a sinful world, and even though Jesus has redeemed our lives and helped us, enabled us, empowered us to live sinless lives, sometimes we get sin in here, and that messes it up, right? So I just want to point this out. This is something that really helped me understand, like, oh, like, I hear God's voice, I have all these things, but when I'm, like, processing 
what the Lord's saying to me, it's not always clear. Sometimes it's murky and mucky. So I just invite you, if you experience that, invite the Lord's voice to come and address this stuff with you. Only you and the Lord can figure this stuff out. And only he can do this, right? Right? So he's the only one who can empower you uh, to live a sinless life. And then the, the reason I bring this up, because this is so important for how we process things as we're walking out in the gift of prophecy, and we want to enable others to hear the Lord's voice through us, right? So we want to be, be clean vessels. Um, so in this Imagination Center, I just want to point out a few things like, I, I see pictures sometimes. I sometimes get scripture verses. Some people hear songs in their head. I mean, I do too, but like the Lord uses that. These are things like that the Lord uses in our natural everyday lives and that he, that is God speaking to you and through, the, through uh, these different formats or different experiences or different ways. And it's not always the same for everybody. So I wish, like, one of the challenges of teaching about prophecy is like, oh, here's the formula, this is how it works for everybody. It doesn't. In fact, it works for just as many people are here. That's how many different ways the Lord, like, speaks to you and through you and works, you know, to, um, yeah, just help you process uh, what he's saying and how to share with others. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I will say, just, this is like, a big thing, and maybe some of you are like super familiar with prophecy and do it on a regular basis. Some of you, maybe this is like, I don't know what you're talking about, Sam. This is the first I've ever heard of it. And prophecy can kind of have a negative context sometimes, but as you learn um, to process what the Lord's saying to you for others, one thing you need to be careful about is, as Ryan says, the three Bs. So birth, uh, brides and burial. So when you he, like feel like the Lord's saying something to you about another person, maybe who they should marry, or how many kids they're going to have, or what country they're going to die in, <laughs> you might just want to be really careful with those things. I will tell you from my personal experience, when I felt like the Lord said, oh, like that person's going to get married soon. I've never been right. There's many people, I've just left a wake of trail, like this trail of people, especially women just crying, like, I'm not married, Sam said it would be so. Yeah, Sam was wrong. Uh, so just, I just wanna highlight that to you, that's like a, one of the most like practical, important things I can emphasize to you as you learn to encourage others and share words with uh, two other people from the Lord is, those are really personal areas and emotions and, and uh, yeah, just challenges of life can make it really difficult to, to be able to share those things with wisdom. And those things really need, should primarily be conversations between other people and the Lord. And the Lord should be directing those, those conversations, right? So now Kristen's gonna talk because I've talked too much. <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to start with um, before I go into the three voices and patterns and some stories. Um, I was a communication major at UCF. I, my degree is interpersonal communication. And really funny, they don't require any classes on listening. 
if you get a communication degree at UCF. So I went to the communication department and asked if I could do an independent study on listening because I think it's an important part of communication. Um, funny enough, uh, as I've been thinking about this series that we're doing and listening to the Lord, and we always use this phrase in Christian churches that um, we have a relationship with the Lord, right? Common phrase. Um, one of the pillars in communication, if you have a communication degree, is that communication equals relationship. And I really think that communication has to go both ways. If I talk to Sam all the time, but I never listen to him, that's not a healthy relationship. So in, in saying that you have a relationship with the Lord, it, it really needs to be two ways. Praying and listening. Um, so in talking about the three voices that Sam kind of mentioned, um, we have a five-year-old daughter. A lot of you probably have seen her running around. She's a little redhead and she loves to run around in here. Um, so she uh, sometimes will come up with these things like, I'm not smart. Her, her recent thing is that I, I can't make friends, which is the furthest thing from the truth. So as I was trying, to, I was listening, I was asking the Lord, how do I teach her that that thought doesn't come from her? Um, and that that's the voice of the enemy. So I told her, Arwen, have you heard about the devil? And she's like, yeah. Like, do you know that the Bible calls him the king of lies? Or the father of lies? She was like, that's so funny. I'm like, yes, it is funny, but it's true. Um, so Arwen, all the time you have thoughts coming into your imagination. And some of those thoughts come from the devil and they're lies. Things like, I, I'm not smart, I can't do my schoolwork, I can't make friends, those aren't true. That's not true about who the Lord says you are. So we came up with this little game that we play with her. Um, we're all say, I want ice cream. And she'll say, that's, that's what I would say. That's the voice of self. Or, uh, I, I <laughs> yeah, that would be the voice of self. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I should be mean to my cousins because they were mean to me. And she'll say, that was the devil. <laughs> so I just want you to be aware that all the time, this imagination center has three thoughts coming, or three forms Three areas of thoughts, um, the voice of self, the voice of the Lord, and the voice of the king of lies. Um, so I want to talk about some patterns that we see when we're teaching people to hear the voice of the Lord for other people in, in working in prophecy. So some people uh, hear from the Lord through patterns, insights into reality beyond what is seen, and recognizing patterns as messages from the Lord. Um, I have a story about this. Uh, at, at YWAM, we have a campus, and we have hundreds of students there all the time. I don't always get to know all of the students because there are so many of them, but there was one student over a few months that I just observed, and I noticed a lot of things about him, and I recognized that this was the Lord wanting me to go and um, encourage this kid and I had never had a conversation with him so it was kind of funny I walked up to him in the kitchen one day and like hey I've seen your own campus I'm on staff um, I feel like the Lord has something encouraging to share with you would that be okay and he said sure he put his phone back in his pocket um yeah and um, I told him you you look like you're mixed ethnicity right are you part Latino, part African-American, and he said, yeah, that's pretty good. Most people get it wrong. Um, so I guessed he was from Cuba, and I was right. So um, anyway, 
I told him that I felt like the Lord was saying that for him, growing up, he never felt like he fit in any um, category because he was mixed ethnicity. So like in high school, um, maybe you weren't accepted in any one of the groups. And because of that, you've kind of isolated yourself. And the Lord really wants to reveal to you that your identity is a son of the king. Um, and that you don't have to try to fit in everywhere because you're accepted as the son of the king. And I asked, does that, does that make sense for you? And he's like, completely. This is what the Lord's been talking to me about over the last month. I grew up in a high school that was very segregated. The Latinos are on one side, African-Americans are on another side, and the whites. And I wasn't allowed in any group because I didn't completely fit in any of them. But since I've been um, at YWAM going through this program, I feel like the Lord's shown me more about that I am his kid, and that's how I'm uh, to identify, and that's what makes me secure. So that's just an example of seeing uh, patterns um, and being able to speak through that. Uh, the second area that I, I really see people experience hearing from the Lord is real-life stories, things experienced with their five senses, and things that they see in very specific detail, and Sam has a story about that. Yes, yeah, so I've uh, learned... Um, over many trials and errors, <laughs> uh, that when the Lord, uh, uh, when I see someone and they remind me of someone I know or have known in the past, um, that's like the Lord trying to get my attention. So one time I was going to Chick-fil-A because I'm a Christian. <laughs> and uh, the girl who was taking my order uh, reminded me so much of this girl I knew in high school. And it was just like, in the moment, I was like, okay, I like, Lord, I know you want me to say something to her. I really don't feel like it right now. <laughs> I just want to eat my Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A sauce. And so I honestly just like, kind of like pushed it away and got my food and went and sat down. And just the Lord kind of kept uh, on me about it. Not in a bad way. He's like, hey, you, you got to say something to her. Okay, I'll say something. So I was just processing with the Lord, like, okay, she reminds me of this person I know. What's the thing that, um, that you're trying to highlight um, from, from my relationship with this person in the past so I can encourage this new person? So I felt like the Lord said to me that he highlighted to me that my friend that I knew in high school, she had sometimes her and her mom butt heads pretty hard. And not that they had like a bad relationship, but they just didn't always see eye to eye, as I'm sure is the case with every mom and daughter. <laughs> um, but that was just the thing that really stuck out to me in the moment. So I decided to be a weirdo and go up and talk to her. So I did, and it's like, hey, like you took my order. Um, and just in that moment, I felt like the Lord wanted me to share something with you. Is, is that okay if I tell you this? She's like, oh yeah, that'd be great. I'm a Christian, I, that'd be totally fine. It's not weird. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so I just shared with her, like, hey, like, I feel like maybe you're, like, having butting heads with your mom a bit. Like, maybe there's something in your life you guys aren't agreeing about. Is, is that true? Is that the case? She's like, yeah, actually, we're having a big, like, disagreement about this right now. I really want to be a missionary, and I want to move to Thailand for, like, several years. I want to move overseas and work with... Uh, these orphanages and my mom's like totally against it and I'm not sure what to do <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> um, but yeah so I just was able to like um, share with her and encourage her like we're all we all have to come to a point where it, 
you know, not to dishonor our parents. That's never a biblical thing. But there are times that when we're adults, we have to make decisions in order to obey the Lord versus what other people want us to do. And we can't let other people hold us back from doing that. And of course, she's crying, and I'm like, I didn't hit her. I didn't do anything. I'm sorry. So it was just a really awesome uh, story and experience to be able to partner with the Lord and the Holy Spirit and sharing that with her because maybe she wouldn't have gone into missions. But it all came because she reminded me of somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the third category would be people who hear from the Lord through seeing the most logical solution or judging between right and wrong options very quickly. Um, my story about this, I had a few stories, I was trying to decide, but this story, um, I used to drive a Honda Civic, and the AC went out, which is not ideal in Florida. <laughs> uh, so I took, I took my car to my stepdad, who's my mechanic, and he couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. He charged the Freon, he looked for a leak, nothing made sense. Um, so I kept driving this car with no AC for a long time and it drove me crazy. On the way to work, I'd be so sweaty. And one morning I was so sweaty driving to work. and I was like, Lord, you know what's wrong with this AC. Can you please just show me or fix it or something? Because this is so hot. Um, and all of a sudden this very logical thing came to my mind, which why don't you Google common AC problems for Honda Civic? Like, why had I not thought about that? So I got to work and I Googled it and very quickly uh, a a common problem with Honda Civic's AC unit, if it stops working and the interior dome lights stop working and the automatic lights stop working is that there's something called the MCU unit, um, which is a $6 part. (laughs) Quickly replaced, I had AC. Crazy, Uh, but the Lord cares to communicate to me in very logical ways so that I don't have to drive around sweaty. Um, so just an example of that. So the fourth category is that some people hear from the Lord through relational values. They feel the feelings of the other person that they're praying for or how the Lord feels about them. And they also can have a strong sense of peace or feeling of being unsettled. Yeah, so I experienced this um, once. Um, I... I'm a missionary, so I was on outreach in Kenya because it's Africa and that's where missionaries go. And uh, so we just had this time, we were praying for some of the staff there at the YWAM base there. And so I was praying for this uh, staff girl because I only pray for girls too. Uh, Just kidding, that's a joke. I also make them cry. Um, So just asking the Lord like, okay, Lord, what, what, what do I pray for her? What do I say? And all of a sudden, I start crying. (laughs) And I'm just like, it was like the Lord opened his heart uh, and perspective of how he views this girl to me and then like threw it in my emotions. (laughs) And I just couldn't control, like I was just crying uncontrollably, like weeping over this girl in a good way, not like being crazy. Um, (laughs) But... So it was just the, like I've never experienced anything like that before. And I was, this is before I was a dad even too. So uh, I just like kept hearing the Lord saying about her, like, you're so precious to me. Like, you're so beautiful. You're so wonderful. I'm so proud of you. Like, I, I, I'm just so like, so enthralled with everything about you. And you're so wonderful. You're so precious. And I'm just sobbing. And then of course she starts sobbing and crying too, you know, but... 
uh, that was like just that's a great example for me of like just feeling the feelings of the person you're praying for or how the Lord feels about them. It can be such a powerful um, moment with people, and as the Lord comes uh, and opens up His perspectives, uh, it it's really. I don't know, it's just an amazing, powerful time to minister to people, and it opens up people's hearts very quickly to hear from him, too. Oh, yeah, so we're going to practice. We're going to actually do this. Um, uh, So what we want to do first is kind of model this for you a little bit and put ourselves out there and, like, hey, we say we can do this. Can we actually do it in front of you? and then once we're done with that, we will give you some direction. We want everybody to be able to, to try this out in this safe place here. So, if that's okay. Um, so, we're going to have someone come up. Now, this is, uh, yeah, we're just having someone come up because I felt like they're, they're the one. So, there's nothing like super s- spiritual about this. But, what is, what is your name? Okay, Nicole. I, I don't know you, Nicole, right? I don't know if you know my wife. W- would you be willing to come up? Could you come to the stage? So, thank, thank you for coming, Nicole. We're just going to ask the Lord how to encourage you, how to prophesy over you. Yeah, is this okay? <laughs> yeah, so... Um, We'll just take a few minutes and ask the Lord, and then we'll pray for you, encourage you, and then we'll just explain to everybody kind of the process of how that happened, if that's okay, and uh, then we'll jump into all doing this together, right? Yes, we're just going to pray. Father, I thank you for Nicole. I thank you that you have good things to say. So, Lord, we trust that even right now um, you would speak to us about the things that you see in Nicole and the, the things that you want to encourage her with today. All right, so um, I just felt like the Lord was saying for you that he um, wants to refresh you and bring new energy to you, and al- almost like you're going on a vacation. If, uh, I don't know if that makes sense at all to you. But um, to really restore, yeah, just restore your energy and bring back some life and uh, kind of give you a break. And I'm not sure what that exactly looks like, but I, I just feel like the Lord is going to highlight that to you as he speaks to you in the coming weeks and days. Of the, he just wants to refresh you and recharge you. And um, yeah, just kind of this idea of like taking you out of uh, the rigors of life right now so you can kind of have this break. Yeah. Does that seem right? Yeah. Okay. The thing that I felt like for you from the Lord was that he's taking you into a new time of learning to hear from him through patterns, um, recognizing even like numbers standing out to you, seeing the same number over and over and the Lord trying to get your idea about or get, get your attention about something that he wants to show you. And those numbers might even be references for scriptures or things like that, but um, to watch for patterns. Yeah. 
Yeah. Father, I thank you for Nicole again. We thank you that you um, gave us some insight into what you're doing in her and the ways that you're working in her. I thank you that she has such a good relationship with you. Um, and because of that, you speak to her. Father, we trust that you'll do that through patterns um, and that you would help her to recognize the patterns that you're putting in her path for her to see. Um, and also, Lord, we ask that you would give her a season of refreshment where she feels um, just renewed in her in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thanks. Thank God she didn't cry. All right, so I'll just give you some direction. Um, so we're gonna, yeah, we have this up on the screen. So we want to, we want to do this. Let's, let's do it right now. Um, so I encourage you. The the, fir the first thing is find a partner. I encourage you to find someone that you maybe don't know well or don't know at all. I know this is this is this is like a little uncomfortable. It's okay. This is a safe place to do this. Um, and then you're gonna ask the Lord to speak through your imagination. Uh, and uh, it can be all these different ways that we've talked about in the past couple weeks or maybe some of the things we've mentioned today. Um, but you're, you're asking for a message that's going to be comforting or strengthening or encouraging for the other person. Uh, and then um, you'll just have a chance to share briefly. Um, but really try to limit, like, just share what you feel like the Lord's saying. Don't spend a lot of time, like, describing how you got that message. Okay? So... It's okay if you share a little bit, like, oh, I got this picture of a rose, and this is what I feel like it means. That's fine. Don't spend, like, two minutes explaining the process. Um, and then you're going to ask them if that connects with them, uh, and pray for them, and just agree with the message that you felt like the Lord was, was sharing through you. And then you'll switch. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so find a person. Find someone. You can stand up and move around if you need to. And um, I'll just pray so that this is holy. <laughs> so, Lord, thank you so much for this chance to hear from you and to actually put it into practice, Lord. And we just ask that you would come. Uh, you, your peace, your presence would be here among us, that you would remove any uncomfortableness or awkwardness, uh, Lord, and you would, uh, we would just uh, yeah, trust you to speak clearly in this time. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Go for it. You guys have a few minutes. Okay. We're going to go ahead and wrap up. I'm sure that a lot of you still have things to say to your partner. Maybe you guys didn't get enough time to finish. And that's totally fine. Um, at the end of service, please make sure to communicate uh, whatever you felt like you heard from the Lord. I do want to know how many of you feel strengthened, encouraged, or comforted by that time? Just hands so I can kind of see. Okay, hands down. How many of you thought that that was just weird? Okay, some people, which is fine. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and go back into a time of worship. But again, if you didn't fully get to share what you felt like the Lord gave you for the person um, at the end of church, please, please share that.
this has been the City Beautiful Church podcast. To stay connected, follow us on social everywhere at City Beautiful CH. We hope you join us again soon.